This is the Nowhere to Go But Up podcast. I'm your host, Sean Dustin. So today I was kind of uh, thinking about some different things and uh, different approaches to trying to get people on the show. And uh, I thought, well, you know what, man, what what a better way than to post something in some of these uh, uh, podcast groups that I'm a part of and see if anybody just wants to have a, a four to six person check-in. A lot of people are interested in it, uh, but you know, I was, they weren't really expecting to like go right now. And so I, I actually found, uh, one person that was willing to, uh, to join me tonight. And, uh, and maybe we may have one more, but for right now, we're talking to, uh, Kenneth, uh, L is that, that's what your, your Facebook yeah, name is, right? Yeah. That's my, yeah. From positive minds only podcast. Okay. So yeah. tell me a little bit about where you, uh, where you're at, uh, what, where, you know, where you live, how old you are, um, you know, what your situation is over there, what the climate is over there, uh, in your area, as far as, you know, mandatory shelter in places, uh, you know, what is it, you know, people going crazy in the grocery stores, uh, like they are over in my area. So it's basically just a check in, man, and and so I can, you know, people out there who are listening can kind of relate because we have a lot of things that are said in the media, but you know, what a better way to find out by by talking to actual people from the country, our country, and seeing what the situation is where they're at. So go ahead and uh and and for sure, uh, yeah. So um, I live in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I'm 30 years old. I just turned 30 uh, just last week. And uh, it's pretty cool out here compared to uh, every other year since I've been in Vegas. I've only been out here for two uh, two years, but this has been a cool year as far as weather. It hasn't heated up yet. But as far as like people going crazy, like it's no lockdowns out here. There, uh, Of course, the tissue and the grocery store, the water is always, but that's not having even been a big problem for me. So uh, out here, uh, it's going great as far as uh, <laughs> like what you expect from from a, uh, what you hear from the media. Uh, there isn't a lot that's much going on. I, I don't know too much to say speak on that, but even from my perspective, from my mindset with the whole deal, uh, I always see these times as like good times, like no matter what, no matter what you go through in life, just if you just look at the positive side of it, then you'll be all right. So when I say I see this as a good time, it's uh, not because everybody's passing away or getting sick, but there's something different happening in the world. As far as there's no sports for the first time, like things are stopping. People are staying out, like having to stay at home and deal with, with their family instead of working all day, every day. So I feel like uh, this is working out for me for, for some weird reason. I have the thought or the mindset that this is working out in my favor. And that's how I look at every situation, whether it's negative or a good situation. I always think this is the best thing that's happening. And it's for me, as far as my podcast, uh, I've done more uh, guest appearances in this week than I've done my whole time I've been podcasting. So, uh, like I said, it's really uh looking good for me and i hope things do go back to normal i hope we do get sports and things back but uh you just have to take advantage of whatever situation you is no matter what's going on outside or what the media says because you still have your life you still have your goals or whatever it is you still got your family to focus on and if you stay focusing on what's going on outside you'll forever be in last place or you you will forever lose because you're not taking that same time to focus on yourself. So, yeah, that's a great way to uh, to look at it. Um, we have another uh, person here, uh, Catherine. How are you? I am doing great. Can y'all hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Yay. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm doing great. I'm in Texas, and um, we are in lockdown or something. I don't know what's going on. I don't pay attention. I do what, what I want to do all the time. Um, apparently, you can't be in a group more than like 10 people or something. But, you know, I'm a social extrovert. And if there's a meeting going on, I'm going to go. If there's a, Today, we played poker with like four or five people. 
Um, in my carrier, probably, you know, look, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be stuck at home quarantined. And uh, if I'm going to die, I'm going to have a good time going out. Okay. <laughs> so that's just me. Like, I, sorry. I uh, Sorry, not sorry. But um, I don't really know how many cases are around me. I know that like in San Antonio, they have a curfew, can be out after a certain time. We don't have a curfew yet, but it's probably going to happen because we're so close to San Antonio. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I agree with Kenneth. Um, it's, it, I'm looking at the positive here, you know, um, uh, material wealth is not that important. It never has been for me. Um, so money, career, power, all that is all a bunch of bullshit anyway. Sorry. Uh, I cuss a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to censor myself. And so, you know, I'm just like, I'm a spiritual person. I'm just like, you know, whatever happens, happens. And I'm okay with whatever. So that's just me. Yeah. It's, uh, well, the, the thing, the, the concerning thing is, is that, you know, what kind of, what, what kind of lengths are they going to be willing to go to, to enforce, mm-hmm. to enforce this, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I just, there's, the whole, I don't know, man, I'm a conspiracy kind of guy and, and that's. Me too. <laughs> you know, and just nothing. The timing of everything is the most important thing of anything, right? When it comes to mm-hmm. our government and, and things that they try to do. I mean, they've already been caught, uh, you know, once for that whole deal where they flooded with the CIA, the, uh, you know, all the cocaine in the inner, inner cities and everything else. I mean, this is all proven stuff. You know, I, I mean, what? I, I mean, we're we're expendable, you know? we're not really that important to them other than the fact that we are a, a social security number that guarantees them a million dollars on our, on our earning potential when they're going to uh, make deals with China for, for loans and stuff. But I mean, other than that, I don't, I mean, we're expendable. So I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't really buy everything. I'm definitely, um, I'm wanting to not, uh, spread it if if possible but that's only because i have a kid that i i go and visit you know you know what i mean on on the daily or every other day so i mean i don't i gotta be careful because i don't want to bring anything you know back to them yeah so i mean it's a it's a tough one man i mean what do you do we're in a we're in a a space that we've never been in before oh uh i, I like how you uh spoke about the conspiracy theory because i'm i'm i won't say i'm a conspiracy theorist myself but i do like pay attention to what's being said so uh my whole thoughts on that or on like just we're we're a number uh i realize that may be true but as long as you have the will and the power or the mindset to do whatever it is that you want to do and be successful at it like they, you do that because we can't. We we would never be able to stop the, these people. Like no matter how much we stand up and like speak out, in the end they've been doing this for hundreds and thousands of years. So I have to come to the conclusion. Okay, is they going? Are they stopping me? Are they stopping me from achieving my success? Are they are they stopping me or are they trying to mute me? And I said no. So I'm like, well, I guess this this life that we live is just a game. It's just a, a movie. And how you write that movie, you write that script. So however you want it to be or however you want it to turn out, it will turn out that way. So I definitely like your, your, your thought process on like what's going on though. Cause a lot of people, they don't, they, they think it's, it's really a virus or it may be really a virus, but they are not aware of what's can, what's going on in the background. Yeah. I mean, there's always something misdirection is, is huge. You know, they always do something, something to offset something else that they're trying to do. You you know what I mean? But you got to realize though, they, this happens all the time though. So they just taking it to another step this time. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. Why this one? You know what I mean? There were, there was tons of other ones that were happening, but all of a sudden in 2020, it, you know, here we are in the crazy. Remember, there's there's no one human in control of anything. Okay, so you're talking about conspiracy theories. Great. I'm talking about a spiritual level. Like humans are humans. Humans are limited. Okay, we're just people. Okay, um, a spiritual realm. Okay, like. 
people believe in angels. They don't believe in angels, whatever. I believe in an energy, a universe. And I believe that there's a shift happening that is telling us do not focus so much on material, on money, on career. Focus on what's important, love, family, unity. Like Kenneth said, um, now people are spending more time with their family. And uh, I mean, the scary part is um, ending up ending up in some sort of concentration camp or some shit like that, right? Uh, that would be like really bad because even though um, <clears throat> I believe that uh, spiritual power is taking care of all of this, um, there are a lot of evil humans, you know. So um, I just don't want to be under an evil hand. But, you know, all I can do is stay positive and have hope and faith that um, when I leave this earth, it will not be uh, in pain and in tragedy. That's all. That's me. That's a good, that's a good way to look at it. I definitely agree with Catherine as well because I'm, I'm a very spiritual person. And that's what my podcast is about. I was telling him before we started. Uh, like I look at it from a spiritual sense. Uh, I believe if you believe in reincarnation, well, you know this cycle is we're this is never going to end. Like w- when we pass away, we're going to re- repeat some of these same things. That's why they say no- nothing is new under the sun because we all repeat the same mm-hmm. thing over right. and over. So uh, I don't get. I mean, I understand why people are afraid and they're fearful and all the conspiracies, but I'm like. This is always going to happen, but like she, like Catherine, you got to focus on you. What's the real thing? It's love. It's peace, joy. It's not about uh, how much money you got. It's not about who who's the best on the basketball court. It's it's about you. You. This is a time to focus on what you need to focus on. The things that's free, but they're the most valuable things ever. Like love, your mind, <laughs> like your children. Like these things come free. And we stay focused on the material things that's w- worthless, but we pay the most money for it, and we never take the time to focus on the free stuff. So, yeah, that's right. That's right. You've got to stay hopeful. Got to stay joyful. Got to stay positive. I mean, at least I'm not st- stuck in a freaking prison cell. That would be worse. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there too. Um, uh, so I mean, what do you what what are you, what are you guys doing to pass the time? Uh, do you, okay, Catherine? Do you have a, a podcast as well? Or absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Pink Cloud Nine, which is a recovery term. I've been uh, off drugs and alcohol for three years, and so we talk a lot about recovery, and we talk a lot about mental health issues. So I'm also bipolar, and um, we talk a lot about like stress, anxiety. I have a lot of guests on that do. Um, that co-host or that get well I have one co-host a week but then there's like guests that come on and so but now passing the time I do a lot of zoom I do a lot of guests on other podcasts I do a lot of live stream Facebook live Instagram live basically live streaming um before this I was doing um stand-up and improvisation comedy um for you know the career-wise and like I'm not able to perform and go to a freaking, you know, club and perform like I was doing. And so I'm like really strapped. Like, so I have this live stuff to kind of give me the the um I'm an attention whore. So I need like <laughs> people like <laughs> contact all the time, you know. And so um basically I'm addicted to live streaming at this point. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I just now saw that cause I'm on this dating app called plenty of fish. And I just noticed mm-hmm. that there, that's a, a new live stream that they have on there that I'd never seen before. And it's just like people, mm-hmm. I like, I guess you're logging in on watching people just ramble on and talk shit and just be them, mm-hmm. be whoever they are. Is that, mm-hmm. is that what mm-hmm. that is? Yeah, I mean, they have like so many live stream opportunities. Um, I do mine mostly on Facebook and Instagram, but it's, yeah, it's, um, I can pick one topic and just talk about it for like ever, but I really like to have other people to bounce ideas off of more than just by myself, like, you know, but, and then there's a live stream where people are just watching TV or, you know, (laughs) 
I do mine by myself. Like I have, I, I've done over 50 some episodes and had about seven guests, but everything else I do it just by myself. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess it's my podcast is really not for the world. It's like my personal journal. So yeah. the things that I talk about is like very personal. So, and I re-listen to my podcast and I learn something for myself. So, but yeah. over time that I've been doing it, it's been gaining fans and people have been telling me like, oh, this is really impacting my life. So I'm like, I didn't know it was, I mean, I always knew I had the impact. I mean, I had the ability to speak and to influence, but I never, I was always the shy cut, the shy get, like I'm an introvert as well. So, and I'm mm. the type who seek attention at all. If anything, I want to be in the background. So, right. um, I mean, now, this current moment, like I said, I'm talking to people like more than I ever talked to. Like this is me stepping mm. out of my comfort zone, and uh, it's working out pretty well for me. Like I, I can't complain at all. Yeah, I, I totally. And um, and so other things that I do, I mean, I'm I'm doing this live stream thing a lot during the day, but I'm also like. Uh, reading, writing, uh, Netflix, uh, watching movies that I had put on the back burner, listening to other people's podcasts, um, really just supposed to be cleaning and cooking, but I'm not a fan of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's um, But yeah, so, okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to log off. I appreciate your talk. Um, we'll keep in contact. I think your friend requested me, so that's cool. I'll totally add you. And then um, I appreciate you, you know, hosting and uh, having us on. But I got. Yeah, go ahead and plug your. People around here doing stuff and and needing my attention. Yeah, that happens. Uh, Go ahead and plug your podcast one more time so people can uh, can to know. uh, uh, I think she already left. Oh, all right. I'm right here. Hold on. Um, Hey, it's pink. Cloud nine on Spotify and Apple iTunes. All right, cool. You heard it. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right, Kenneth. It's me and you again. <laughs> yeah. And what I, and, and what's your what's your podcast? Uh drop it one more uh, time. It's called po- Positive Minds Only, and you can find that on Spot Spotify, Apple, Google, uh Anchor, uh any major uh stream except for iHeartRadio, but i'll be on there one day <laughs> all right um so how, how are you passing the time along over there and you guys uh, and, and and honestly when we were talking about the uh the conspiracy thing you you were uh involved in something that was pretty tragic over there as well uh that shooting oh uh, yeah i wasn't out here when that happened like i moved that happened in what 2017 I I can't remember when it yeah. happened. I know that I, uh, my ex knew somebody who got but I shot. Moved, yeah, I moved out here in, uh, in 2018, the beginning. So a few months after that happened, I moved out here. Yeah, there's conspiracies around that too. <laughs> um, there's a there's a conspiracy behind everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. And like I said, I love. I'll go down that rabbit hole on YouTube where I just get caught up in watching <laughs> the Illuminati videos and stuff, but. Yeah, I was actually I, I was actually uh, locked up with uh, in federal prison with a guy by the name of uh, Fritz uh, Springmeier, and he wrote a book called "The Bloodlines of the Illuminati." Wow! Uh, yeah, and I used to walk around the track with him up in Sheridan, Oregon. That's the uh, the the facility location where we were at, and uh, he would just tell me about all these crazy stories and like the reason why he was in there. You know they. He was supposed to be in there for bank robbery, but I mean, the dude was a, a an author. You know, he wrote books. He was a, I think, a professor or college. He was somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, well, why would he need to rob a bank? And so he was, I guess, getting too close to uh, some stuff, and and they like trumped up some charges on him and and put him away for a while. And then he was working in the because uh, he had transferred in from uh, Arizona. And uh, he was a GED teacher, so in in the federal system, if you don't have, if you can't prove that you have your GED or graduated from high school, you automatically get thrown into a uh, into a GED class. And uh, so he was a teacher there. But whenever he would start, you know, talking about 
any of the stuff that he was in there for, they would transfer him to another facility and get him away from anybody that's oh, trying wow. to talk to. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, man. And, uh, he was, he, man, I was just listening to him for hours walking around the track, you know, him. that would be that, like, not to say that's a dope, but that's dope. Like being able to be in there and then to get those conversations. Yeah. Like, and you, like, but at the same time, I wouldn't want that type of, like, I'd rather have it over a podcast, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, like, I've been trying to hook up with him, uh, ever, kind of like ever since. I, I've, I've, I've heard him on a couple of other podcasts, uh, other conspiracy ones, but I, I haven't been able to, uh, to track him down. So if anybody out there knows Fritz Springmeyer, tell him to, uh, hit me up. We got some, we got some stuff oh, to wow. talk about. You, you, you might manifest that into the universe. See? Like, hey, I believe in all that. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, to me, it's not, I don't put, I, it's the universe. That's what I, that's what I, I subscribe yeah. to, you know what Me I mean? Too. I don't, you know, label it as God or, or, you know, the actual religion part of, of, uh, you know, Catholicism or, or whatever it is, you know, you're practicing out there. And if that's what you do, I mean, good for you. You know, I have nothing against that, you know, teach their own it just wasn't for me. You know, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't wrap my head around, uh, around all of that. So the universe, it just, you know, it, it makes for more, me, it makes more sense to me. And also, I mean, we're all energy, you yeah, know what I mean? For me, and you know, it's crazy for me, like how you said you couldn't wrap your head around, uh, like re- religion. Well, it was a point in time where I was in religion, but then I had more questions. So, you know, like, I'm like, uh, I started seeing contradicting things in the Bible. So I'm like, this can't be it. Like for me, especially cause I'm black, of course. And I'm like, my ancestors had to read this book. And the only reason they had to read this book because of their oppressors who made them read this book. So if they was given this and saying, hey, this is your savior and this is who can save you is by reading this book. Like, I'm not reading this book. Like, I don't like for me, like I'm not taking this book and believing in it and, and going by it throughout my life. So that's what my first thoughts was. But I had to realize, like you said, everybody, whatever you do, that's on you. Like, if you believe in that, that's that's cool. Like, it's good because it may work for you. But like you said, I believe in the universe. Like, I believe in, like, there's a supreme, like, energy. That's what I believe in. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's exactly, uh, I I feel the same way. Uh, There's been too many things that have happened in my own personal life that couldn't really be explained in any other way other than, there's just, there's some energies out there that are good and there's some energies out there that are bad. And yeah. I've, I've experienced, you know, some of those bad energies, uh, myself. And I, I didn't realize what it was until after, you know, I would, I started thinking about it. And then I asked somebody, you know, who had, you know, uh, experience with, you know, having ghosts or spirits in their, in their house. And, uh, it, you know, everything that, I was saying that was ha- that ha- had happened to me. Uh, They're like, "Oh yeah, dude, you had a you had a, a bad spirit in your in your house or wherever you were living um, that was not attached to you, but attached to the to the space." Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was ever since then. I was like, "All right, well, you know, there's something, there's something, there's something to this. You know, it's not just, yeah. you know, just I don't know." My, I don't really like wife. talking about it because it's 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 scary. You know what I mean? It, thinking about no, the, the other side. I've had I have I have these conversations where I didn't have that growing up. Like I know it to be true. Like my wife had that experience as a kid, so I'm like, what you're saying is like is is not going over my head. It's like I know where you at. Like I can have empathy for you because I feel like that. Like growing up and nobody's listening and they don't believe it like they don't understand what you're saying they think it's tv what they think is tv and what you're saying is the real thing and they can't comprehend that but yeah it's it's uh, well it's because it's it's just something that uh i think i think a lot of people just don't want it's scary you know what i mean it because it, it, you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to think of, you know, they're, they're like, is there some, is there a spirit around me at all times? Just like chilling, watching everything I'm doing. Uh, but you think if I'm bad around you, then it has to be something good because you, you, you here today, like it has to be something good. Or was that 
what do you what you thought was bad was it really bad yeah 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 it was real bad oh no 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 sorry i was uh typing <laughs> somebody is wanting to to uh, come in yeah but yeah like yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just weird, man. It, it's I, you know what I mean. I just don't want to. I don't. I don't want to uh, uh, attract any negative spirits. You know what I mean? In my, yeah, in my, in my, in my like, space. I don't wanna, after this conversation, I don't want to be getting no knocks at my door at three a.m. <laughs> yeah, like the the girl that the uh, I'm I'm talking about who like has like I don't know like like is one of these people that can kind of like see them or or know that they're around or you know what i mean oh, that's dope and i i just every time she starts talking about it, i'm like no 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 no, stop 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 no no i don't i don't want you bringing anything around here <laughs> oh wow why why do you feel that way though like why do you i don't know why is, it so, why is it so hard for you to talk about that like i i have no idea it's just it's i don't know it's just fear of the unknown i guess yeah. Let's have a breakthrough today. Like, let's get through this today. Like, now I'm interested in like what's going on over here. So, you have something what affected you as a kid. It still affects you to this day, whether you be- know it consciously or not. But like, it's something that, that happened to you as a kid that you, like you said, you don't want to talk about it. Mm, I don't know if 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 so much anything happened as a kid. It, it's just. Uh... I just, it it was a scary situation when you know what I mean when I think look back, thought back on on what was happening to me you know it's like it's almost like I, there was somebody sitting on on top of me as I'm trying to wake up and electrocuting oh, and and, ele- oh. and electrocuting me as I'm as I'm like trying to 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 wake up so it's like I was I knew I was awake but I couldn't open my eyes and I couldn't I couldn't move it was it, like kind of like the sleep paralysis. I, like, yeah. I, I, I've been, you know, it's crazy. I've been seeing this, this meme, the sleep paralysis meme. Like I've never had it happen to me, but I've been seeing it lately. And for you to say, like, that's what you experienced growing up. Like, I understand because nobody believed you. Nobody, you could, could you really explain what you was going, when it was happening? Could you really say what was going on? I, I didn't even, I didn't even. I didn't even realize. I just thought it was because of the drugs that I was doing at the time. You know what I mean? So I was partying how quite a bit. Well, uh, see, here, here, uh, I think I was, this is late, uh, nine, this is late nineties, early two thousands. So w- another thing that somebody had told me is like, usually when you're on drugs, you're, you're, you're opening up. Yeah. Uh, what, what was it? I was, it was either GHB or ecstasy or whatever, whatever I was selling at the time back then. Cause I, uh, I have, I have experience with LSD and before I went on this LSD trip, like, uh, like you said, the girl can communicate with, uh, spirits or I have that same, well, I won't say I have that gift, but I just have like different things that happen to me. So I was getting a thing to protect myself before I go on this trip. Because if I go on this trip and I'm not protected, then, like you said, things can attach itself to you, and you can bring some back with you, basically. So even though I went on this trip, like I experienced some crazy, like some ill stuff, and I'm like, wow, I can't even explain what I was going like. And this just happened recently, like, but I was protected when I went on this trip. So it's like you brought like a sleep paralysis. Uh, <laughs> yeah it was uh it was crazy man i i uh and ever ever since then i just kind of um uh, just sort of shy away anybody wants to talk about that i'm like uh-uh <laughs> i don't i don't i don't want want one of them you back got some around. sage with you you got some sage uh, do you burn sage no i don't burn sage i mean i i used to burn the other the other good sage but uh i don't i don't really, <laughs> i don't really burn that anymore uh yeah. i got uh uh I think uh, chest or um, lung stuff runs in my family, so I stopped doing all that. Oh, wow. But I'll take an edible every now and then, though. I feel you on that. I I, I love edibles, but edif- edibles do too much for me. <laughs> like sometimes I get a little bit too high, then I want to be high. So <laughs> if I take an edible, it's going to be months or years apart. 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not the uh, it doesn't it, it really doesn't bother me. I I actually prefer it. Uh I I like the high a lot better. Um and then, but you know, I I also I, I like mushrooms too, so I mean I haven't experienced mushrooms yet. I want to, but I heard they're like super nasty, so I'm like, eh. I had an LSD trip that lasted for eight hours, so I'm like, I'm cool on those trips. <laughs> yeah, the last time that I I did that, uh, it was uh, God LSD. The first time I did that was the last time I did because I had a bad trip, and uh, it just. I just wasn't I wasn't prepared for what I was was about to go through for that long a period of time. <laughs> How long did it last? Oh man, it like it seemed like it's forever. Like you know, we all went to hang out, and uh, you know, there's like five or six of us when we first started out. And I actually thought, you know, because I'd done mushrooms before, and you can kind of like party on mushrooms, and you know what I mean. It's kind of cool, and you may you still be able to hook up with somebody, mm-hmm. or, or you know what I mean. And, uh, you saw, so I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll do this. And, uh, yeah, it just, it didn't turn out that way at all. That's how my trip was. Like at first it started cool. And then it, it took me through a loop. Now, I don't know if you experienced the loop, but it was one of my loops was like the things that I kept going through, kept repeating over and over and over. And I couldn't get out that loop. And like you said, it lasted a long time. So. I ne- I didn't know what to expect even the first time that I took it. Like I'd heard of LSD, but I didn't know what was going to happen, how long it would last, and I took a double dose, so I was tripping, tripping. So I'm like, I can't. I mean, I can try. I tried it once after that, but I'm like, yeah, I have to do something that's uh, lasts a little bit uh, shorter, and. It don't like I don't know like that experience I didn't it tripped me it made me slow down in life it made me slow down on my spiritual journey because I was going too fast. Okay, yeah, I mean all of these uh, things I've, I've I've done some other stuff too. Like I don't really so much remember the mushroom one, uh, like like I do the uh, the LSD one because I didn't really get anything out of it other than the fact that I was like tripping and in a weird space for, you know, six to eight hours. Um, <laughs> but like with mushrooms, it was a little bit different. Uh, but I never really took them for the reason that, you know, they were all in partying. So, I mean, they yeah, were yeah. fun and cool while I was doing them, but I never really went and tried to dive into the spiritual part of it to where you can like figure some That's things what out. I was doing. Yeah, yeah. So you can figure out some things about yourself and why you, why you're doing some of these things, because that, that, you know, the ability to shed your, uh, your ego when you're in that, in that space, you know what I mean? Or under that influence, that's what really helps you to identify some of these underlying issues you you have, you know what I mean? In your life. I had an ego death. Yeah. I definitely had an ego death and nobody really wants an ego death. Like it's hard for me to explain. It was like, uh, getting disciplined from your parent when you was a kid, like when you did something wrong and you knew you was wrong. And that's how my ego death was. It was like, because I thought highly of, well, I still do think highly of myself. But that ego death let me know, like I'm just a human like everybody else. And it taught me a lot more, but like I didn't expect to have, like nobody told me what an ego death was. And so to have that and to, think about like the only reason I was doing that LSD was to have more of a spiritual like awakening but it taught me a lesson so I'm like yeah maybe I do need to try it and take it for a different reason but the reason I took it for like it it taught me a lot that's why I'm like I I won't ever say no to it again but like I'm not too quick to say yes to it as, as well yeah, I think if, uh, if, like, I, I'd never taken it in that way, like I said. So I think I, I would be curious as to, uh, you know, in a controlled setting, you know, taking one of those doses. Uh, I, I was actually even looking into a, uh, a retreat. They have one in, uh, the Bahamas, I think. Uh, it's like 17, 1700 bucks and, and, you know, you get, it's a three day thing. Everything's oh, included. Nice. You just got it, but you still got to get your airfare there and back. Uh, so I mean, the, all in total, you'll probably be spending about maybe three grand, three you know, thirty five hundred to 
go down and do this. And they give you three grams. Um, uh, the second or no, they, I think they give it to you that night and then, or, and then you process all day or I, I don't know. I read the whole deal. Uh, that's what I, I'd be interested in doing something like that. That sounds like uh, something that I was looking into called ayahuasca, but that was in Peru. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. The ayahuasca ones too. Yeah. You know, you know, I looked into uh, uh DMT and cause I, you know, I have a video that it shows you how to make it. I mean, it's not that difficult. There's some, some, uh, some process to it you know what i mean and a little bit of safety but like the the video that i saw didn't seem like it was uh yeah. too too difficult uh to to make and i heard that one's supposed to be a little bit like even trippier it's faster yeah uh you know it doesn't last as long like maybe 15 minutes and you know depending on on you know what you do so i mean if you're doing it from the plant uh the root bark uh extract you know that's a little bit different than the toad uh, uh, venom from the skin of a of a one of those frogs, those green and red ones. Yeah, so. I was definitely like thinking about that as well. Cause, but I, I talk. I mean, I seen Mike Tyson talk about that. I'm like, do I really want that? I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready. But yeah, you smoke like, the I, you smoke the toad. <laughs> <laughs> one day, once when, when I get the balls to do it, I'm definitely gonna like try it. Because if I know about something, then I have to do it. Like, I, I can't just settle from just knowing just the outs, like, just knowing what it does. Like, I have to have that experience for myself. Well, you know who else is uh, into that that was on uh, Rogan's podcast as well was uh, Rashad Evans. His, yeah, I just seen that one. Yeah, I seen that one. Yeah, and yeah. That, was, that was a really good one too, man. I wasn't expecting uh, all all of that to get, you know, revealed. But that's cool. I mean, it's it's true. You know, all these yeah. things have a have a purpose, and you know, I don't know why we've been you know restricted. You know, f- well, you know why we've been restricted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, there, there's a lot of different you know theories you could go. I mean, it could be you know the pharmaceuticals don't want to have anything to do with that. Uh, you, know, you know, the paper, the paper uh, people, the tree people are one of the first ones that did the one on marijuana. Right, the the guy, uh, yeah. it was a uh, guy who what the hell was his name? Anslinger, Harry Anslinger, and I think the 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 paper uh, corporations, uh, you know, went and did that uh, reefer madness uh, little movie deal and and kind of got everybody afraid of it so they could ban it because he didn't uh, just all of the different things that you could i mean it's a commodity you can make yeah. you can make Ain't so many different how, products off of it that were that were it crazy how they could just make a movie about something throw the propaganda in it and then like change the world like that's crazy to me but i also wanted to be in that position like i i, I do want i do see myself like being that in that seat saying this is what i want the world to see instead of what it been looking like for the past hundred years i want it to look like this so like that's why I don't uh, I don't feel no type of way towards them because they in they're in control. So I'm pretty sure they don't want to give up that control because if someone else had it, what would it, the world be like? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, there's so the only way that you can put term limits on these guys is if you if you uh, you know if it's voted on. Well, none of them are going to vote themselves out of office exactly <laughs> you know i mean so it's you we got i mean just even in our in our our you know what we got going on currently it's just it's crazy how they're how they use the media to help shape our our uh ideas and views on you know let's just say joe biden or bernie sanders or you know the one that they blacked out tulsi gabbard she was those were the last three that were in but you know how you change the world? It's not through politics, not through my eyes, at least. My, the way you change the world, from my perspective, is by changing within yourself, becoming a better person. So now that I can get to that level of a Joe Biden, not saying in politics, but just whatever, like Joe Rogan, I can get to that level and give the, the have this type of conversation that just expand people's minds more. Like That's all we need to do is open more people's minds. We don't have to force it on them. Or just like put it in their face, but just having these conversations, like somebody's going to listen to this and be like, be inspired by the things we said, and then they're going to become a better person. So, like, 
it ain't going to happen overnight, but one at a time, eventually uh, things will change. I, I, I agree with that. But I, I also think that, you know, the, the generations that are gr- coming up now are a lot more tolerant and they're a lot, you know what I mean? I know a lot of kids uh, now, like younger, you know, just first, second, third, fourth grade. I mean, they're all super inclusive. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They don't, they don't see, uh, they, they don't see things like, let's just say like my generation. Cause they're still, you know, there, there's, what? there's racism there. There's, there's like a lot of non-inclusion when I was, you know, growing up. Um, and then even to the, the millennials, I mean, that, that was a little bit better, but it just seems like it's just getting better and better going down. So, I yeah, I believe it's getting better because uh, I believe because I have children, so uh, I'm not teaching them what I I've been taught. Because I I grew up in Gary, Indiana. That's one that was in the '90s. That's the murder capital in the United States. So uh, what I've experienced, I, I take that with me. I take that knowledge with me. I take the past. I don't take it pa- the past with me, but I I take those memories with me. And I te- the way I teach my t- children is we gonna learn together. Everything that I learned now, my two-year-old daughter knows this same information. So by the time she gets 18 to 20, everything that I've taught her and what she's learned, like she's going to be way bigger or way more powerful or way more whatever than I will ever be because she's starting off the right way. I completely agree with you. Um, there was uh, there's a meme that was going around for a while, and I just told somebody this earlier. Uh, that, so it's, there was a dad and his son and there was some, you know, things over here and some things over there, but the gist of it was, is that, uh, don't, oh, what is it? Don't, uh, don't try to give your kids the life that you wish you would have had, you know, being, oh, I want to be rich and I want all these material things. Uh, instead teach them the things that you wish you would have known instead. And I, I, I definitely resonate with that same, that same thing. Because you know. we, you never stop learning. Like no matter how old you get, I mean, some people do because you see it in it, the way their life turned out. But in my my experience through life, like you never stop learning. So I'm not going to stop learning just because I've graduated high school or college. There's so much more knowledge out there that I can pick up and that I can teach my children. Like it's only gonna like it's only gonna seep out. You're gonna see it if you listen to my podcast. These kind con- this conversation I'm having with you is what I have on my podcast, and I'm usually having it by myself. That's why I seem like I, I have I'm long winded. Is because I don't usually get on people's platform to have these conversations. But yeah, <laughs> I was always first time for everything, man. Yeah. Um. I, I talk about like these, these types of topics all, all the time in mind. Um, you know, I have a lot of different, uh, a lot of different people, uh, on there from authors to, I mean, not, nothing like nobody huge and no stars or anything like that, but just people I've kind of met through these podcast groups and, uh, you know, it will put my feelers out looking for, uh, you know, or different people to interview, and, and then sometimes I'll, I'll go and seek out people that like for, for like an issue that I'm having, let's just say, uh, life coaching. I like to, I like to, uh, I'm a life coach. Uh, what, what is that? Procrastinate and you yeah. know, put things off. And, you know, it's kind of a, you know, that can be a debilitating thing if you don't, you know, get it under control. So I would just have somebody on like a life coach that would talk to me about their take on it. And, and you know what I mean? So I'm getting them some exposure and they're helping me out with something that I'm struggling with. Now that's I'm, I'm a life coach. <laughs> yeah, so, that's crazy. And I just did an episode about procrastination. <laughs> yeah. There was another one I did uh, about self-sabotage with a, uh, uh, I guess lady had a bunch of PhDs. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a pretty good one. But I mean, you know, the first the first year that I was doing this, I mean, I just recently started recording again because I, you know, went back to re- my regular job and to trying to trying to work construction and you know raise a co-parent a kid. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of a lot of a lot of time, and so I just kind of let it, you know, go by the side. I mean, I was still paying for it and okay. kept it up and going, but I just kind of wasn't like it was on the back burner. 
And so now, you know, I got this time, I'm, I'm jumping back into it. So, and I, you know, and I learned a lot from, from the last ones that I did as well is that, you know, some of the things that I've, uh, my interview styles that I was I was seeing as I was going back through and, and editing these uh, episodes, you know, I would hear things that I did and like, oh, I don't like that. And, and yeah, I, I definitely feel you on that. <laughs> you know, and try, all right, well, I need to work on this. I need to work on that. I don't like the way that I'm asking questions over here, so I need to change this. And and even to the you know how I'm releasing my episodes now, I'm not even gonna mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna worry about editing all the ums out because that was taking me like six hours, damn near just to, to build an episode, you know, cause I do all the, oh, wow. all the artwork and everything, uh, you know, through Photoshop. And so, I mean, it, I got a lot of stuff that's already pre-layered, but I mean, I still gotta, I gotta build that and then, you know, make the promo clip and, and then, you know, edit out all those ums and unnecessary verbiage and, you know, go through like maybe or something I said I didn't like. And I was just like, dude, that's just taking way too much time. Why don't you just let it go? And if you say something that somebody doesn't like, well, deal with it, you know? Yeah, that's how I record. Like, what you say you do, I'm like, whoa, like, like, whoa, because I can't even fathom all that. Like, I just record, uh, add the intro, add the music, uh, and then I send it out. I spend more time uh, sending my uh, sending my link to just different people's inbox. Like, that's where I spend most of my time is networking with people. But as far as like the content, like I don't edit, it's just straight through. Sometimes I may cut if I don't like something that I said or something, whatever. It's rarely that I do that, but I just put it and it saves me, uh, like it saves me six hours, basically. <laughs> but that's, I'm pretty sure your podcast sound way better than my podcast as well. But I at mean, the end of the day, I mean, there's no, there, there, I don't think there's any better podcast than anybody else. There's, you know, we're all at different, at different stages of this, uh, in our journey. So, I mean, the good thing is, is that, that the community itself is pretty, uh, is, is pretty open. You know, that I, that my experience in, in these sites, since I've been on them for the last year, I mean, most people are pretty helpful. Um, you know, it's not like it's a, uh, you know, like, like, everybody hating on you, you know, cause like go, everyone's going through famine, uh, fears that there's not going to be enough for everyone. Uh, the great thing about podcasts is it's, you know, you're, you're, it's your thing. It, that's you, you yeah. know what I mean? No one else can be you, you know? And it's like, we are, we all on our own different journey through life. Like we all basically, we're basically kind of on the same, same journey as far as our podcast is like, we all just and we do things our a certain way. Like how you do it is just how you you do it. Like and how I do my podcast is just how I do it. Like it's never about competition because you have your own destination. I don't know where you're going, so I shouldn't be comparing myself <laughs> to you to you or to anybody else because we all have a different goal or a different mindset or a different journey at the end of the day. But it's it's cool to be able to uh, have conversations like this with different people because I would have never expected this if, if it wasn't this, uh, this virus going around. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's giving us all an opportunity to, uh, to reach out and look for different, different ideas. I mean, you know, what, what I, I just, my, my, my thought is, is that it's, it's difficult to, to listen to what's going on out there in the media. So, I mean, I would much rather hear from people in other parts of the, the United States or the world for that matter. And what, you know, what's your take on it? You know, what, what's happening over in your area? Do you know anybody personally that that's infected? Uh, uh, I don't know anybody that's infected. Uh, everything, like I said, everything is still operating normally. Things are closing earlier. But I guess that's just because everybody's buying everything out. But uh, everything is pretty normal for me. Uh, I don't do anything different that since this has been going on. Like literally, my life has not changed not one bit, <laughs> and I don't see it because I don't really go outside to go. I'm not. I go to the the grocery store and back. Like I, I operate out of my home as far as my business, as far as the podcast. I do that everything at home. So. Well, that's pretty, that's, that, that's cool. I mean, I, I'm pretty much the same, uh, the same way. Um, I just, I, I think the one thing that I do do is I go to, uh, 
my ex is able to work from home, but having my daughter there to try to save some money, you know, not taking her to the babysitter. Um, I'm going over there during the uh, day since I'm not working, uh, and you know, keeping her occupied so she can work still, uh, you know, you know how yeah. kids are they're three year old, three year old toddlers. Yeah. I have a two, like I said, I got a two year old daughter. You know, they, they make it a little bit difficult. So, I mean, if, you know, I can help out in that way, that's cool. But I'm not really, like, trying to hang out with anybody. Like, you know, there was a, I think a friend wanted to, to hang out. And I just, kind of, you know, I don't want I don't want anybody, like, you know, get, getting shamed for, you know, bringing, bringing people around in the neighborhood. You know, yeah. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we got it and it's all because of you you couldn't follow the mandatory you know guidelines <laughs> i was in the military so i know how to follow instructions so like i said ain't nothing different uh for me and i'm chilling over here especially in vegas is the best place to be well they, they closed the strip but i rarely go to the strip that's what they have they have closed the uh the casino uh the casinos but I'm not someone who gambles, so that didn't affect me. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to live in Vegas actually. When I uh, when I got arrested, um, I that's where that's where it happened at, and uh, I was living there for like six years, and uh, ended up uh, I was I lived all over the place over there, um, from uh, Somerville to Green Valley to uh, Henderson. Uh, no, not Henderson. I didn't get all the way to Henderson, but I've been up on the east side like as you're going to uh off i think decatur goes off is that the one that goes through and goes to lake mead or is it no it's actually yeah, lake mead yeah lake yeah. mead i used to live off there all the way at the top there uh yeah so i ended up i ended up doing my uh my state time in in uh in uh, vegas and then uh i got uh, paroled out to the fed so i finished up in sheridan oregon Oh, I, I, I've always wanted to move to Oregon. That's kind of ironic, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it was, uh, it, it, I mean, I, I didn't spend a whole lot of time in the area there. I mean, I lived there for like 18 months, but it's not like I was going out anywhere. I mean, I was. Yeah, like, for me, it's, I, I like the rain. That's it. Like, And then the uh, the weed. Okay, well, a lot it, of land. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, was su- it was super, uh, it was always foggy up there, man, because Sheridan, I think, is kind of by the coast. So there'd be days where it'd just be socked in and they wouldn't let you out of your, out of your, you know, go anywhere other than your units. Cause they couldn't, you know what I mean? You couldn't see anything. Yeah. That's all I, I really remember about, about that place. But I mean, I know that we're like two months, two months out of the whole time I was there. It was, it was sunny and nice. Like it's down in California all the time. So how much has, have, have you changed since you've been back home? Uh, I changed, I've, I changed quite a bit actually. I mean, as far as like this happened in, you know, I got paroled out in 2006, uh, oh, did a couple of, uh, 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 violations, uh, was still addicted to meth up until like 2010 and in 2010, everything kind of changed. And, uh, you know, I was still, luckily I didn't get kicked out of the, uh, the union and, you know, the, the, the apprenticeship program that I was in, I was able to salvage that, uh, and then from that point on, I just kind of realized that, you know, hey, look, something's got to change. Um, you know, it's got to start with you. You can't keep, you know, living your life like this. And, and you know, you're 30 some odd years old and, you know, everybody that you went to high school with is so much further along than you are now. And, and you just you're going to be lucky if you even, you know, can can. So you have to have that conversation with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so yeah, and, agree. and then from that point on, you know, I mean, I went from, uh, you know, walking out of that place with just the, the clothes on my back and a bag of legal mail uh, to, you know, where you know, I was making a six, six figure income now. But I mean, in California, that's really not saying a whole lot. I mean, well, it's a whole lot of people who ain't even touching five. So, yeah. So, I mean, I was able to pull all that together. Plus, you know, uh, you know, as part of the that's amazing, bro. Like, like, because it's a lot of my mom. Uh, not to put her business, and she probably never hit this podcast, but she experienced your lifestyle, the life that you live. Like, she's been addicted to, to drugs. She was actually in prison in Las Vegas. Uh, can't remember the time, but it's probably. Uh, a few years after you, 
Yeah, I remember it was probably like what, 2009, 10, she was in Las Vegas. So, yeah, that was, uh, I, w- I went in in 2000. I think I, I got arrested in 2004, May of 2004. And then uh, I got out in 2006 sometime. So it was like just about three years. But y'all was out here at the same time doing the same thing. And just to see where you've come from now, I can say, Mom. Like, no matter what you say, you can always, like, take it to another notch. And not to say she's not doing, she's doing well for herself, but just to to have a conversation with someone who, like you said, you're making six figures. And there's a lot of people, no matter what state they live in, they don't see that. They will never see six figures. So, like, it's a big accomplishment for you, like, whether it's small in, in your eyes or on your journey, but still, like, it's major. And I definitely respect that. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I just, you know, my, my whole goal with this was to, I mean, it's based on my own, like my own struggle, my own journey. Uh, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm review. I, I don't hold a whole lot back, uh, about things that I've done. Um, of course, you know, I don't just, you know, talk about anything that, that, you know, I, I hadn't been arrested for, but I mean, like just as, as like character defects, you know, anger issues, stuff that, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I struggle with and, and, you know, how I go about trying to be a better person and then, you know, uh, talk to other people, uh, that are kind of like, you know, I mean, I guess some you could say like-minded, but I mean, I think at the end of the day, we're, we're all just here trying to do the same thing. Just some of us have figured mm-hmm. out how to, how to do it better than others. And, and some people just, you know, unfortunately don't ever figure it out that, you know, Hey, you're not, you're, you know, you're, we're not here to continue being who we are. We're here to continue being who we know we should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're supposed to continue to evolve. Like no matter what you're supposed to always evolve or transcend to some, to the person that you always want to be like for me, like when I have goals, like I, when I have these million dollar dream or the American dream goals, like I can't accomplish that being this person that I am now, because if I could, I would have been that person. So I have to become that person who can have a million dollars in the bank account. I have to become that person who can handle whatever it is that I'm asking for. So uh, on my journey, like you said, we all on the same journey looking for the same, like just is basically looking for the same thing at the end of the day, love, happiness, peace, joy. Uh, but we're just doing it in a different way, and it, no, no matter where it is or no matter who it is, like I respect no matter just I just respect people like you, like my mom, uh, like the lady Miss Catherine who came on, like people just being honest. If you can be honest, that's all that matters. When you can be transparent about whatever you went through, that's exactly what my podcast is about. It's about my personal journey whatever I'm going through to get the, to my success. And I'm letting people know, Hey, this is what you're going to have to go through when you're on this journey. Like when you start to want more for yourself, when you start to want more out of life, you're going to go through stuff. You're going to go through different things. And you're going to realize that you've been re- repeating the same cycles over and over. You've been repeating the same thing over and over. So, Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you have to uh, be willing to take a look at yourself and, and, you know, your, your part and whatever it is that, that you, you did. I mean, the whole, I mean, I've come from, uh, uh, nothing three times. Like I've lot, literally lost everything three times and it was all based on, on, you know, ever how I was living, how I treated somebody, how, you know, uh, and I mean, really nobody, when I, when I really stopped and dissected it, it was like, dude, you know, the reason why you are where you're at is, is, is doesn't have nothing to do but with yourself. He's, I'm like, you know, you're, you're, you're in this battle, you know, for like the last 15 years with your, with yourself. Cause yeah. you're, you're the one that's holding you back. You're the one that's keeping you from, from doing the things that you should be doing to, to progress, uh, in, in life and as a person and as you know what I mean, but I had chosen to go down this other road which was a lot of darkness, a lot of, uh, you know, false sense of everything because that, that life isn't real. I mean, it, it, it's real at the time, but I mean, it can be taken away from you at any moment. So, I mean, there's no, you know, when you're doing illegal stuff, there's really, you know what I mean? That's the, you're living on borrowed yeah. time. You're living on borrowed time, honestly. And so, yeah. 
you know, I do just, you believe in uh, reincarnation? Do you believe in past lives? Um, I, you know, I haven't really dove too far into, you know, what, what happens after, you know, we, we move on. Um, I just, I know that our energy goes somewhere. I mean, where does, where does consciousness go? You know, cause that's really what, what, what we are, you know what I mean? It, it's our it consciousness, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, right. I haven't, I haven't, uh, dove too far into, to, to that and the afterlife and, you know, I mean, there's, there's funny things that have happened in my life, which I mean are unexplainable. And I do believe that the, you know, we, our spirit goes somewhere, you know what I mean? And whether it's, you know, people get trapped here, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, they don't want to move on. I, I mean, there's, I don't know. It, it definitely is. Uh, well, I'm just speaking from my, uh, my uh, perspective or what I know, uh, I know of reincarnation, like I remember my past lives. So uh, I know like the things that we go through in this life has something to do with what we went through in our last life because we have things like karma. Karma, We have to complete our karma. So uh, basically, if I was a bad person in my past life, I'm going to go through a bunch of shit to repay my debt in this life. And especially a person like you, you you know who you are now. A lot of people don't get they they stay stuck in they in those cycles. You was one of the people who was able to go through what you went through, and then to evolve from that, you was able to grow from that, and now you're able to help other people who went through the exact same thing that you went through. But it definitely it has to do with some of the things that happened in your past life. Like I and like I said, my mom has the same thing. So I and I know her who she was, and I know what she went through. So I'm like, yep, I know why you went through what you went through. And it's, but it didn't hold you back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it only it only took 15 years to to shake it out. But I mean, it was. Uh, I don't know, man. I I mean, there, are there things that that I would change? Yeah, probably. I mean, there, you know, I had a, I got a, I had a daughter out there. Uh, she actually lives in Vegas still. Um, but I mean, I, I hadn't seen her since, uh, she's 18 months old. And then, you know, the, the mom had, uh, my, took me to court to get my rights terminated. And this is right around the time, just before I, I got busted and went to, uh, went to prison. But I just kind of like, I, you know, I'm, I guess I just did fuck it. You know, I, I didn't show up to court and didn't try to fight for, her. I just, in my own mind, I had already, uh, you know, was like, well, she's, she'll be better off with, with her anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you've made the best decision that you could have made at that time. And so, and yeah, so, I mean, I have a 20 year old daughter and I, I've had, I've had contact with her. Um, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's strange. It's, I don't know, man, I don't know how to explain it. Um, like yeah, it's it's my daughter, but I feel like it's a stranger. You know what I mean? Even yeah, though I all had that a- time that you, all that time, but as long as you both are alive, like it's never too late. Like that's what I've learned because my mom wasn't in my life. Uh, like the same case with you and your daughter, my mom. Uh, she, we got taken away from her in 1993. I was only th- three years old at the time, so I was raised by my grandmother. And she would, my mom would never come around because every time she would come around or talk on the phone, like my grandma and my great grandma was talking down on her. So our relationship was always strained. But once I got older, once I heard her side of the story, like then we was able to have that uh, relationship that we didn't have growing up. Ah, uh, okay. That, that's cool. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it's, I mean, it's still, uh, you know, I may, I may go down to Vegas, uh, this year for uh, something with the union, depending on, you know, where we're at in, uh, August, that's usually the time that they, uh, do these trips. So if I, and uh, I'll hit her up when I'm, when I'm down there and we'll see what's, what's going on. I just, I wouldn't even wait to be honest. Like I, I, feel, I would call my daughter just to have a conversation, you know? Because August may never get here. At the end of the day, we we, we never know what's gonna happen. And as long as you're alive, like y'all both got, because that's your daughter, that's your seed. Like you love her, like no man. You always want to protect her, right? At the end of the day, you you want to protect her. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to her. 
but I mean, there's just no, I mean, uh, there's no, there's like no other, other than the fact that I know that she's my daughter and you know what I mean? I just been kind of like leaving it in her court because you know, she's the one that's got the, you uh, know what you said earlier about the uh, procrastination? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah, you, that's a, that's a touchy one, man. You know what I mean? It's like, I, 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 I'm not, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to try and, and, and push in there. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know I, what I mean. It's like okay, now I, after all these motherfucking years, motherfucker, now you want to be my dad? Yeah, I definitely understand. Uh, you saw, I'm, I'm like, I'm like trying to like not, you know what I mean? Push, push too hard. Yeah, that and my mom ha- goes through that with my other siblings. So, like I said, I definitely understand. But uh, I'm like I said, I was only speaking from my perspective and how yeah. I treated my mom. Like, because I have to understand, like she has her own journey. Like, I can't get mad at her from the decision she made. Like, when she don't know, like, she didn't know who she is. She, she still doesn't know who she is. So I can't get mad at someone, a child who doesn't know who they are. And they don't know why the things that they went through, why they went through. They think life just happened and it didn't. Everything happens for a reason. No, oh, yep. You're, you're absolutely right. And, uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how it shakes out. Um, well, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I, I drop her on, uh, drop her a line on, uh, Instagram every now and then. So, mm-hmm. all right, man, you know what? We're at, uh, we're at an hour and six, brother. Oh, that's, I ain't even realized it, it went that long. <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, track. Uh, yeah. That's usually how long mine, uh, mine go. So what I'm going to do is I'll probably throw this up here, uh, pretty soon. And, uh, you know, just kind of like, you know, just a, a bonus episode. Hey, look, there's some people, yeah, you know, for sure. here was a, here was a, uh, experiment. Let's see if I can get it going again. Uh, you know, throughout this, uh, this coronavirus time. Yeah, it was dope. It was a dope experiment, at least on my behalf. So I definitely had a great experience. All right, brother. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you reaching out, and uh, hey, good luck out there. Hopefully, you guys don't end up on uh, lockdown anytime soon, like the rest of us. But keep keep washing your hands, man, and take it seriously. Because I mean, definitely, I definitely will. <laughs> you know, even though I think it, you know, whatever I may think about it, I mean, it could it could be what it is, and I, you know, I don't want to be the one that's spreading it around everyone else. Yeah, I feel you. So, all right, man. But all right, have a great one. All right, you too, brother. Bye.